Who introduces the podcast? I forget. Uh, you want to play rock, paper, scissors? All right. On the count of three, I'm going to say a rock or a paper or a scissors. Okay. One, two, three, rock. Shoot. I was planning to take advantage of the time delay to say whatever beat you and just blit like you would never know that I cheated. Uh-huh. But I couldn't remember off the top of my head what beats rock. Nothing beats rock. Okay, then you do you introduce the show. I will introduce the show. Hello, welcome to the Hero's Path. I'm Zach. I'm Ryan. And that's Ryan. I was going to introduce him before he said his own name, but it's, I like to let him say his own name. Not a chance. He knows how to pronounce it better than I do. Friendo. It's a, it's a very difficult name to pronounce. And this is podcast is called The Hero's Path. Hero's Path. I did say that, but we can say it again. Got to get that repetition going. Uh, this is the Breath of the Wild podcast that we're doing. Uh, I'm playing Breath of the Wild. Ryan's following along as I play Breath of the Wild, and we use that to talk about you guessed it, Breath of the Wild. Kind of like the ghost of Obi-Wan giving Zack little tidbits of extra information that will help him out. Kind of like the King of Red Lions. Always like, well, did you know you could do this? Just somehow aware, even though I'm a boat that's many long distance away. It's really fun. able to tell that you found a key for the first time it's... and say, oh, this can unlock a locked door. It's really fun how, because Link is, silent, uh, is a silent protagonist, he just doesn't seem to question that he has a sentient boat. It's Yeah. Wind Waker's good. Uh, Wind Waker's very good. Maybe we'll talk a little bit. Am I talking about Wind Waker today? I don't think we're talking about Wind Waker today, but I'll talk about some other Zelda games. Because oh, okay. last time we left off, I had done a bunch of Kakariko quests, and before I like tried to complete any of like the four legs of the game i wanted to uh kind of engage with some stuff that i hadn't engaged with the first time through which is a whole bunch of dlc quests for themed zelda armors uh that you get for having purchased several of the dlcs now when you specify themed zelda armors does that mean that you are not aware of or you do not care about the dlc items that are not zelda related oh i guess those are included too i just forget those because they're i haven't been i haven't sought those out specifically you're not yet. a huge xenogears fan oh no i'm excited I, i'm not a well it's hang on first off it's not xenogears it's xenoblade chronicles 2 it's the same meta series but it's technically owned by different companies uh <laughs> <laughs> uh i haven't played any of those games uh but i do want to get the outfit but that outfit requires a lot more work so starting this off i was like okay well let me look at this giant list of like items to go search out in the world and so you get all these quests that are just like okay go check out they'll either give you like a place or they'll give you a a reference to a place that you can find a book that will give you a hint as to where the place is kind of a double step mm -hmm. thing and the one for the the xenoblade chronicles 2 is a very involved quest that i am not up to doing just yet um okay. but I, 
but I did a couple of the other ones. Uh, not as many as I thought because this ended up taking a lot more time. Uh, what's, what's, what's the grand total of what I ended up finding? I found the phantom armor from phantom hourglass. Okay. I found, I think most of the tingle outfit from the tingle series and other Zelda games. (laughs) Uh, what else did I find? Is it just the two outfits I ended up finding? Oh, I found Midna's helmet. It says, I'm looking at your notes, and it says you found Majora's Mask. I did find Majora's Mask. I found that one first. That was really easy to find. <laughs> it's just lying around these days. So I found some of this stuff, but I ended up having to call it after like playing for a long while and realizing that we had plenty to talk about. <laughs> uh, but I, basically, that, this all means that I spent the whole time playing in the Hyrule Field region. Sure. And interacting that with interacting with that area a little more deeply than i had before now most of these quests um the uh notebook that you find that gives you the quest kind of just says um you know some kind of lore information about an item and uh basically just the name of the map location where you will find it right yeah and even sometimes it's a very oblique mention to the location it'll be like oh a place where the hyrule soldiers once paraded or something like really like it won't actually mm-hmm. say the name but you have to tease out like okay well they're talking about the parade grounds or and yeah so you, it involves like looking at the map and like analyzing the map to say which of these like what name here matches the clue in there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you do any that were more involved? No, that, that had extra steps. The only extra steps is, like I said, where it'll say, "Oh, you need to go find the book at such and such, uh, like, uh, stable," or actually, there's a book at some village ruins that I didn't get to this time, but that has like the other half of these quests. So I have to go find a book in the what is it, the Dea village ruins? Yeah, yeah. There's a book there that has, like, the other half of these quests that I haven't gotten the deets on yet. I think it's very interesting because outside of these quests, maybe there are a few uh, side quests, you know, in the main game pre-DLC that do this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But mostly it's just these quests that ask you to look at the map and, like, care about these names, right? Uh, I'm trying to... The one that immediately sprang to mind is that there's a quest I, I don't remember if there's a quest or not or if you just get clues but there's the zora armor uh mm, that's right that's yeah. all kind of in some weird spots and I, I i i don't well when we get there we'll find out but i don't remember if there's specifically a quest tied to that or not i'm probably wrong about that but i do think that the quests that make you look at the map in this way are very cool yeah i mean they put all this time into it they want you to be thinking about these place names or just thinking about these places and like functions they had so you're spending a lot of time i or i was i was spending a lot of time in all these hyrule ruins and you get to know them a little bit better except especially when you're constantly having to fight a lot of guardians while you're there ah yes so I my first playthrough of the game, I basically never fought a guardian. I would just run from them all the time. Going through Hyrule Castle was terrifying 
uh, <laughs> here I'm like, okay, I need to engage with the game a little bit more. I know these things aren't that scary. And so I fought a lot of guardians and I was hoping to get some tips because I, I can well, tell you, I can tell you what I figured out and maybe you can tell me what was not working, but what were you going to say first? Um, I, in preparation for this episode, thought, how do I engage with guardians? And I, you know, went and fought a guardian to see like what my instincts were. And I've realized that, uh, I have kind of two approaches to guardians, which is one in the early game. If I know that I can't take them on, or if I don't feel like I'm a match for them, just run away a lot. Uh, two, if I have, you know, fully tricked out ancient armor and a bunch of plus plus weapons, uh, then I just cut off all their legs and attack their heads and beat them without breaking a sweat. So the like what I assume you've been doing where you actually have to use your wits and not be so tricked out that you don't need have to make any effort uh that i don't <laughs> i don't know if that's part of my experience so maybe you're the one who's going to teach me some tips okay yeah it's definitely you know i'm still early on in the game i've got some half decent weapons and stuff like that but i'm mostly just using what's at my disposal and so the the first thing was you know uh, you can deflect the their laser blasts back at them and so for mm-hmm. a lot of them it's well, okay i've got you in a good spot i can just keep backing up and trying to reflect and then you know missing half the time and then resetting and then trying again and then missing and then resetting <laughs> and trying again uh because i'm at the point where i can barely i i think i can take a one hit and uh. and survive that with the current equipment i have uh and that's rough and requires a lot of precision that i'm still not super good at yet but i'm you know we're building up but then i tried at some point accidentally i took one of its legs out and i was like oh i could just run up and attack its legs um but you have to hit the eye with an arrow first because because you do that and it disables its ability to shoot the laser because if you just run up at it even if you're right next to it it will just shoot the laser at the ground and destroy you okay maybe my approach is a little more uh involved than i gave myself credit for uh because part of my instinct is shoot the eye and then yeah cut off the legs but you cut off the legs yeah and i didn't so does attacking the head work better than just any part of it Oh, I don't know. I mean, when I say the head, I mean the thing that connects all the like the oh, okay. central portion. Because I had, I was like, wait, do I need to aim for the head? Is that better? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's clumsy. It's not super precise. It's you get a lot more materials for that though, because I feel like each of the legs is dropping materials. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, but it's it's difficult with the. You know, I'm I'm still rocking like five hearts, and sure, like some pretty basic stuff. Uh, but you pretty much have to fight them. I was trying to be stealthy and stuff, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> They're too fast. No, they're yeah. too wily. I I gotta say, I the the reflecting the beams with the shield. I never learned how to do that effectively, and I, yeah, later in the game, without being too specific, 
they really expect you to have picked that up by <laughs> yes. a certain point <laughs> in the game, and I never did. But uh, we'll talk about that that's m- a, much later. I had forgotten that feature had existed by that point. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, the game definitely seems to expect you to have spent some time around this area and engage with this. So I'm glad I'm doing it this playthrough now to be like, okay, I see what... Hyrule Field is scary, but it ends up kind of feeling like a place you're supposed to go after you do some early stuff. Okay. Um, although maybe that's just more of the deal. Uh, the, the DLC helps, where it's like, hey, if you come around here, we'll give you some cool armor. Yes. And, like, useful armor. The the buffs. I wonder how calculated that is for the DLC to plant all this stuff specifically in the Hyrule Field area when they had the option to spread it around a lot more. It's they might have difficult to said, say. Yeah. Hey, people don't seem to they they seem to avoid this area where we put all the scariest enemies. It's weird how that works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's cool. I feel like I'm going to be way stronger of a player by the time I'm done with this. Uh, touching on things that I saw, exciting things. Oh, I did the tower in Hyrule Field. That was what I did first, because you like to have the map when you're running around, because that's just nice. That tower is one where there are a bunch of, like, broken guardians around it that just are the turret kind, and that's all that they can do. And the first time I played this, I definitely did not destroy any of those and just had to shimmy up this thing very very carefully well you're scared to go up to them and destroy them because they'll shoot you Mm -hmm. but Uh, yeah i was the same way i tried to climb up the whole tower while evading being shot at repeatedly but and it's another case where the tower maybe it's the first case that we've discussed so far where the towers become like the dungeons or the big puzzles yeah we talked about it a little bit uh with the one way off in the east by Hateno, I forget what it's Oh, called. yeah, yeah, with um, the uh, thorns. Yeah, and so, but it turns out it's way easier if you just take those guys out. And they're not even moving, so the the, the stress is not there as much. Sure. Um, Once you're not afraid to, like, shoot them in the eye and then hit them repeatedly, you have to learn that. Because I remember, <laughs> before I learned that, I got very far into the game being afraid to approach even the disabled turret guys mm. and had to like work around them in very even when i was supposedly an advanced state of the game so i guess what i'm saying is i'm bad at this game i don't anyway, know if that's true because you've done a lot more of this than i have so you can't be that bad we'll find out i'm going to i'm going to give you give you some more credit than you think you deserve (laughs) uh there's a cool area called sage temple ruins that's like a sunken temple that has a really neat trick with enemies and environmental effects where there's a bunch of lizzle foes like in the middle of the ruins with lightning arrows and so if you try and run up at them they will shoot lightning arrows and they don't have to hit you because they just hit the area around you and you get electrocuted pretty good it's good it's smart uh first time i'd seen little little foes here but they kind of don't count for now because i barely interacted with them in a fun way so other than the fun way you know what i mean i didn't get to see their cool techniques so i'm sure i will see more of them 
Uh, oh, a lot more of them. Yeah. The, the the other deal with all these like treasures I'm seeking out is they're kind of buried chests that you have to use magnesis to pull out of the ground. Yeah. And they're in some really weird oblique spots. And this is one in the Sage Temple Ruins where I took forever to find it. I ran past it like 30 times. That's the other thing that like almost all these DLC quests end up with you using magnesis to hunt down a chest in a weird location. Mm -hmm. And it's too bad that that is kind of the only way you can hide things in the game. I feel like there's maybe not the DLC quest, but I know I definitely ran into like stuff hidden under stuff that you have to stasis to get off of there. Like big, heavy. Oh, sure. Like ruined. That too. Yeah. That's. That gets more employed. Interesting. Maybe just because it gets less, uh, it's used less often. I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of, if you're if you're taking this path through the game, there's a lot of looking in weird corners for chests to pull out of the ground. But I'm here for it. It's, it's teaching me and I'm learning a lot. It's good. Uh, should we talk about horses? You, you were interested in talking about some horses. Well, um, I was a little interested in talking about horses in general, but I understand you ran into some very specific horses. Well, so I started this 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 journey out by pulling my one horse I had tamed, uh, Runt, out of the stable, and I rode Runt to like my first destination, and then hopped off, and then immediately abandoned my horse. So I don't oh. know. Do horses go back to the stable after? I believe horses just stand after if they're tame horses, they yeah. just stand where you abandoned them forever. Well, maybe I should go back and try and pick Runt back up because I yes. definitely spent four hours not looking after my horse and just abandoned him. Uh, but I found another horse. Uh, I was trying to. Where was I at? Oh, I was by the ranch, the ranch ruins. And. It was nightfall, and there was guardians and terrible stuff, and then a bunch of skeletal uh, bokoblins showed up on skeletal horseback. Oh, man. And that fight took me forever to pull off, <laughs> <laughs> because everything would just go wrong immediately, and it was, like, raining, and it was just bad. And so, but I finally pulled it off. I finally got rid of the guardian, immediately, like, destroyed the, the bokoblin, and got on that dang skeletal horse and rode it around until awesome. like two minutes later when daylight showed up. <laughs> uh, it I've got a good picture of it because I was wearing a very mismatched outfit where I had the phantom armor chest and Midna's helmet, which I don't like the way they did it. Did I tell you this? I don't like the way they did the Midna's helmet thing. Yeah, you told me this. Because it's not just the cool, like, stone mask thing. It's also her ponytail. You get this spectral ponytail. And that's weird to me that you would it inherit that. I don't... That's not part of the thing. Well, wear Majora's mask instead. It looks cooler. Well, I didn't... The, but, but, but... The Minda's mask had a bonus to attacking guardians. Oh. So that's why I was well, rocking that. You gotta. Exactly. Okay. Um, I love that there are skeletal horses in this game that you can ride. The game just lets um, you. It's very simple. You just walk up to like any other horse. Yeah. 
It did, I, did, you, I didn't have to fight it very hard. It's too bad that you can't take them to... That they don't survive past dawn. Yeah. And you can't take them to the uh, ranch and register them. I kind of suspect that uh, there was, at, at some point, a plan to make more species registerable at the at the ranches because you know you can also ride moose can you ride moose uh, you can ride elk i have not tried to do either of those things i you can ride elk i know for sure um you can ride bears you can ride okay that makes sense yeah i try it honestly forgotten bears existed in this game until you said that Ooh. um but like the reason i say that is because when you register or when you're like looking at your list of registered steeds they have like a horse head icon uh-huh. that implied to me at one point at least that if i registered a different animal there would be a different head icon over there and so i was really looking forward to registering a bear okay uh, that that all checks out i, I can see the, re- the logic there because like why not yeah Maybe that's something they will circle back on. Mm. Breath of the Wild 2. Two Breath, Two Wild. Bear. And Link looks so cool riding that bear around. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> the horse skeletons. I feel like I read somewhere that they're faster than normal horses. I mean, it definitely seemed like a better horse than Runt. Like, hmm. Runt was not, Runt's not a particularly good horse. This horse seemed pretty good. All right, uh, but I, I didn't get too much time with the skeleton horse, unfortunately. But that's okay. Uh, let's see what else. We can talk about some of the shrines I did while I was running around. Ah, yes. So I hit up the wetlands stable because stables are good for quests and good for well. There's always a shrine around it. Uh, we did Kaya Wen Shrine, which was kind of a simple thing where you use Cryonis to traverse some rivers. Is that the one where you learn that you can Cryonis a waterfall and make a platform sticking out of a waterfall? I s- it has that right at the beginning, but I ran into that in a different one first, oh, okay. and I don't remember sure. which, but I definitely ran into that somewhere else first. I did Hila Rao Shrine. Uh, oh, it's the Flower Labyrinth. Ah, yes. There's a very cool island uh, where a lady has planted a whole bunch of flowers arranged yes. in a labyrinth to a shrine in the center of it. Uh, uh-huh. And you have to not step on the flowers or else she gets yes. real mad. I remember someone, I think it was Jim Stormdancer, saying on Twitter, like right after the game came out, that this was a terrible puzzle for this game. Like, it worked against everything else that the game was trying to do. I don't know that I would agree to that. I thought it was funny. Yeah. It's very much a funny bit. I want... This should be a lesson to everybody listening that your hot takes might live on in people's memories Wait a, forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and now, you know, in just three years people will be reciting your hot take on a podcast and uh, not agreeing with you. And don't you feel foolish, Jim Stormdancer? Jim, I, anyway. don't, th- Jim, I don't think you're foolish. 
I think it's okay to have different opinions. I think you look foolish. Whoa, that's rude. I, I'm making him look foolish. I think you better apologize to Jim. Jim, if you hear this, <laughs> then contact me. Don't go via DM. It's, go public and put a period in front of the at so that everyone else can see it. <laughs> and ask me for an apology and we will see. But you have to signal boost my podcast first. Oh, Lord. Uh, anyway. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Hilo Raushine is one with uh, really slow water. And... Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing as the Kayawen Shrine that I, I, I started conflating the two when I was writing notes. I'm like, wait, which uh... one was which? They're kind of the same idea. Uh, but it's really fun because when you step on the flowers, you get yelled at. But if you do it enough times, this lady just beats the heck out of you. Mm-hmm. It fades to black, and there's punching sounds, and then you lose three hearts. That's good. It's very good. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then I accidentally ran into Kam Yatak Shrine. Uh, yes, Kam Yatak Shrine is uh, over on the west side of the yeah, thing, right? Yeah, I literally just rounded in a corner and was like, wait, there's a shrine here. Oh, okay. In the foot of Mount Daphne's, I think it's... Not an accident how this is placed. Uh, it's very conspicuous for being, you know, at the foot of a hill. Mm-hmm. It's not hidden at all. Um, and I think this is kind of a set piece shrine. Well, it's a it's a shrine that I'm assuming is part of a set. Okay, do you want me to spoil something for you? Oh, go for it. I don't think it is. Really? It's called the Trial of Power. It's called the Trial of Power, yeah. That's why I assumed that there's a trial of courage. I don't think there's a trial, a trial of courage or a trial of wisdom. Really? That seems like no. a missed opportunity. That seems like something they would have jumped yeah. on. Well, I mean, we can't expect them to, whenever they say the word power, match that up with wisdom and courage somewhere else. Power is a really, <laughs> it's kind of a workhorse of a word in video games. That's. I mean, I guess it's true, but Zelda's very much in love with uh, repeating its own ideas yeah um well maybe i was reading too far into it but it's a cool shrine it's a very good shrine uh it's like a it's a dungeon unto itself right yeah it's its own little mini dungeon or dungeonette what was our what i'd say full dungeon uh it's got so many pieces yeah that's probably fair and i think it's unique it's like the 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 curve, if you will, of dungeon complexity um, has this weird outlier in the form of Kamiatak Shrine. It's like the only thing that's this involved, maybe. There's probably kind of. some other stuff that approaches it, but it's definitely the most complex shrine that I've seen yet in this playthrough. And I don't. And there's nothing on deck that I can think of that's this complex. Uh, but no, it's it's, it's very a, good. It's a series of rooms, and each one's a little puzzle about trying to open some big stone doors, and so you have to use basically all of your tools to mm-hmm. use various means to open big stone doors to progress through a big maze. There's like burning stuff to let loose giant rock. There's, there's a lot of pendulums. Um, there's like freezing a seesaw at the right time so that a rock can roll across it. Mm-hmm. 
when I say that, that gives everybody flashbacks. They know exactly what I'm talking about and how much they hated that puzzle. No, it's fine. It's fun. It's that got, one it's... is very frustrating, Zach. You have to. Ah, admit. it wasn't that bad. There's that one, and then there's um, it's got a one with the motion controls where you get a motion controlled little hammer to swing. Oh my gosh, I love that one. Uh, I ran into the problem I'm having with some of the motion control stuff that playing with two loose Joy Cons is not the oh, yeah. optimal way to engage with the uh no it's not motion mechanics but I, you should just pick up the switch and attach the joy cons i'm playing on the television and i'm not going to stop playing on the television and i'm not going to go get the little attachment i would rather use the two loose joy cons like i am the splatoon guy laying on the couch okay uh, have I, fun i make it work it's fine there's not that much motion stuff in the game we're good uh, I've in fact I've gotten past the two that I can remember, so we're pretty good now. Okay. Uh, what else? Those were the three. Oh, and then there was a shrine. And then I ended ended my session at the outskirts stable, which has a shrine that I completely quit the game before trying because I forgot it was there. <laughs> Zach, your your notes say that you went to the Colosseum. I stopped at the Colosseum because. One of the the last piece of the phantom armor was there, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I want to go check that out. Let's go, let's go see how bad this is. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, and so I went up the bridge. I never approached it from this way before. In my prior playthroughs, I've only approached it from climbing up the top of the mountain behind it and jumping down into oh, it and then running out. Sure. Uh, but this time I actually approached it the proper way. Um, there's just a big, cool, abandoned coliseum. Uh, and it has, like, one of each kind of enemy that's holding one of each kind of elemental weapon or something like that. Is that what like it that. is? I, I didn't uh, stick I around. I think it's one of each kind of elemental weapon, I at least. I did not stick around long enough to quite ascertain. <laughs> the big thing is it has a Lionel in the middle of it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Scary. Which this is, is the first Lionel you saw? in this playthrough yes ah. uh, i did not try and fight the lionel uh he pretty no. much uh wasn't paying attention to me uh a bokoblin kept trying to shoot arrows at me but i just ran away from him cool the thing i needed was really close to the entrance so i just kind of ran over grabbed it and then left and said i will fight lionel some other day on the subject of very scary enemies you mentioned that you uh visited the bottomless swamp earlier in oh, this trip i did i still don't know what the point of it is uh it's let's describe this location because it's extremely cool there is the like for some reason <laughs> there's a material in this game that's swampy mud quicksand i guess because mm-hmm. if you walk in it too much then you die yep uh and it's not even like the malice is like this actually like supernatural scary purple glowing m- stuff that just damages you if you walk on it mm-hmm. but this mud actually kills you without any recourse if you land in it the wrong way um it's kind of odd that something you get one hit KO'd by mud but um but you have, have you have o- you have options to deal with it though because it is water-ish. You can cryonis it, which is the... That's right, yeah. 
they, they want you to uh, i think even on the plateau there's a section where it has it and they want you to learn that okay to get around this you just you can cry on us to make yourself a path yeah but but be careful because it kill you mm-hmm. uh there is a huge skull sticking out of the swamp uh with horns i don't know what it could even be the skull of other than a giant demon and it's like not even it's bigger than the skulls that already exist in the game because there's several like you'll run into skulls throughout there are like little mini enemy bases and this thing is like just a, a scale larger than that yes it's nuts uh, but what monsters did you see hanging out inside the skull? A bunch of moblins and some bokoblins. And were they elite moblins? I don't... I assume not, because I beat them. Oh, okay. They couldn't have been that bad then. Yeah. Um, I ended up running past there too, and because I'm on master mode and uh, very late in the game, mm. it was full of gold moblins and... Oh gold bokoblins and it was terrifying (laughs) huh and uh yeah there doesn't seem to be like a cool treasure in there there's not it's just a big area unless i missed it like i i there i i it says on zelda wiki that there is a chest with a hundred rupees in it i got that okay Um, which is good maybe that's the end of your quest i was just expecting there to be something weird or some kind of not payoff exactly but some kind of i mean talk about a if you have all these quests for dlc items put something in there it's in a very it's a very evocative location Mm -hmm. that it seems underutilized i guess is where we're at yeah so i don't know what's the secret backstory but that's that's what's nice about breath of the wild is that there's all these weird corners and uh you know it's (laughs) i can't complain about this too much because my problem with other games is that every location is you know if it's if there's a cool place then its coolness is sucked dry by what the game needs out of it you know yeah that's extreme other games don't have any room for a cool useless thing off in the corner somewhere yeah. So we should be happy that there's nothing good in the bottomless swamp because it makes the world more dense and rich. Yeah, that's that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there's definitely a sense that I get from people that play modern open world games that every single square foot is filled with some collectible of some kind, and this not being that is kind of nice, I guess. Yeah. Well um have we exhausted did we cover everything that you did this week that's all i did this week it was i expected to get a lot more of these items done but it took a lot more time and i fought a lot more guardians than i expected ah so i think I've then gotta... i assume next time we meet you'll have collected more of these dlc items that's the hope i definitely need to it's kind of in two chunks and I have done most of the first chunk. I just need to go to Daya Village to get the locations of the second set. Um, right. And then there's the couple outliers, like the Xeno, Xeno whatever armor. And then, what is it? There's that. There's a horse brittle, and there's a teleportation stone. But none of those are in Hyrule area, I don't think so. 
those might wait until oh, the I... teleportation stone um at some point we have to talk about my unique approach to this game and why i forgot about the teleportation stone I, we'll talk about that on a future episode i haven't gotten to use it at all yet so i'm very curious to see uh what that ends up how that ends up changing the dynamic a little bit so but yeah i'll probably stick around hyrule field next time next week and try and get some more of these things and i need to level up a little bit so i'm hoping that by doing all this and then cashing in a bunch of spirit orbs i can be strong enough to kind of move on to doing something new well look forward to it i look forward to getting to play Orb of the wild now uh, i was addressing the listeners look forward to zach getting to play a video game please look forward to me getting to play video games <laughs>